I'm reading from Micah, the book of Micah, the Old Testament, one verse of scripture, chapter 7, verse 8. It says, Rejoice not against me, O mine enemy. When I fall, I shall arise. When I sit in darkness, the Lord shall be a light unto me. Praise the Lord. Let's give God a big hand praise right now. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. 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 Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Before you're being seated, shake, make, make your way to four or five people and welcome them, shake the hand, greet them, hug them, whatever. Praise. You know, some days you just don't feel like getting up in the morning. You, just, you ever have one of those days you just don't feel like getting out of bed? It doesn't seem like life is worth it. It doesn't seem like life is worth it. Yet, still I rise. <laughs> still I get up. Still I rise. Still I go on. There was this guy, he attended a workshop. It was a workshop on encouraging people, lifting people up. And so, Oh, he left that workshop just convinced he had to show his wife some more appreciation. So as he was driving home, it came to him that I'll stop by the drugstore and I'll pick up a box of her most favorite delicious chocolates. Then he noticed across the street there was a florist shop, so he went in and he bought a dozen red roses, long stem red roses, and he proudly made his way home. This was the day he was going to show his wife how much he appreciated her. And thinking he would make it a very extra special occasion, he proudly grasped his presence in his arms and he, he rang the doorbell. Instead of using his key and up, helping himself in, he rang the doorbell. His wife came to the door and there was a long, awkward pause for a moment and suddenly she burst out sobbing, just broke down. What's wrong, sweetheart? He asked, the puzzled husband asked. Uh, and through her tears, she replied, she said, oh, she said, it's just been a horrible, awful day. She said, first the television went on the blink. And then Susie fell and hurt herself in the, on the swing set, and I had to take her to emergency. And then when I came home, I found that the cat had torn our living room curtains to shreds. And now my husband comes home drunk. Some days we just have bad days. <laughs> Hallelujah. And uh, we don't know hardly what to do with some things. We, as we look back in our text of Scripture, we go back up to verse 5. 
Now, just before the verse of scripture that I read to you, we're going to back up a little bit. We're going to read, and it says, Trust you not in a friend. Put ye not confidence in a guide. Keep the doors of thy mouth from her which lieth in thy bosom. In other words, don't even tell your wife what you're thinking. For the son dishonoreth the father. The daughter riseth up against her mother. The daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. A man's enemies are the men of his own house. He's having a bad day. I would not doubt, as we see this, this theme here, trouble and hard times are upon uh, Micah. And I don't doubt that the Lord Jesus had this verse of scripture in mind, verse 6, when he warned his disciples of the trouble that would come into the believer's lives, especially in the end times, the end of the age, the last days, he said this very thing that Micah is saying, that the people of your own household would turn against you and rise up against you if you wanted to hang on to believing to God. Now I came this morning to speak to the weary one. I came to talk to the one faint of heart and of mind. The overworked, the underpaid, the overstressed, and the unappreciated person. Who, though you might rather have slept in this morning, instead got up, put one foot in front of the other, and, and willed yourself to do the right thing by coming to the house of God. I came to talk to you today. Amen. Because it's you that I have in mind. Amen. It's you that I want to lift up. It's you that I want to walk away. I want you to walk away, amen, with a little lift behind you and say to yourself, and still I rise, and still I get up, and still I come back, and still I do what I do, and I'm going to keep doing what I do until I reach my goal and reach the other side. I've got news for you. You can do this. You can do this. You can Say with me, I can do all things through Christ which strengtheneth me. I can do all things through Christ which strengtheneth me. Still, I rise. Bad day, you're not going to get the better of me. Devil, you might have been chasing me around the bush all week long as the old timers used to testify. But still, I rise. I'm coming back. Hallelujah. I might have got beat up, but I ain't beat out. I'm not knocked out. I'm not finished. I'm not done. It's not over. I'm coming back. You watch me. I'm the comeback king. I'm the comeback queen. Hallelujah. I'm coming back. Discouragement comes when we feel like the opportunity for success is gone. I certainly did. By the end of year 215, concerning this expansion and building program, we had hit the wall. Uh, we found that the building codes had changed and, and the cost of building this building was going to be well over a million dollars. A million, probably $400,000 was the original estimate to to do this addition on here, on this building. By 2015, things looked bad. Hallelujah. I could have gotten discouraged. I could have folded my hands. I could have said, I give up, I quit. But I, I didn't. I said, God, this is too big for me. It's too big for my mind to get around, to wrestle with. I'm not going to stay awake all night long worrying about and thinking about how we're going to do this. I'm going to give this problem back to you. 
I've given this problem back to you. You brought me to this point. You brought this church to this point. And if you want us to go the rest of the way, you're going to have to figure it out. Amen. You're going to have to do it. Hallelujah. And we prayed, didn't we? Amen. We, we put, a, we put a, a letter together. We made an appeal to the state. We came in in October and we prayed over it. And we sent it off and I said that God can do this if he wants to. He can either give us the money that we need to do this or he could change the law and make it possible. And what did he do? Amen. In 2016, by March of 2016, I was getting a call. Amen. Uh, from uh, the builders, from Zion Builders saying the law in your state has changed. What do you want to do? Hallelujah. God did it. And you know something? Oh, Hallelujah. We spent around $430,000 of our own money so far. We still haven't taken one money from the bank, $1 from the bank. We haven't even got the bank loan yet. Even it's there, when we file all the proper paperwork, we'll start getting it. But at this point, we're still building, amen, and we're still doing it on our own. And I still got more money, hallelujah. God is supplying the need. He's making it happen. Woo, hallelujah. <laughs> amen. And if you notice, things changed in spirit for us spiritually too. Amen. Around that time, a revival began to come back in here. Amen. And, and it began to feel like the old days back in Melrose days. Hallelujah. When the anointing was so strong. Amen. I wouldn't swap a worship service like this for any church in town. Amen. That you never want to go to. Amen. Because it's more than music. Amen. It's more than music. It's the anointing. It's the power of God that you feel. Hallelujah. That makes it so wonderful. Woo! Hallelujah. There was a young fellow that was playing in Little League and this particular day, things were not going so well for him and his team and a, and a man was standing by and he was watching the game and he asked the little fella, he said, he asked him what the score was. And the little boy said, we're behind 18 to nothing. Well, said the man, I must say, you don't look very discouraged. Discouraged, the boy answered. Why should we be discouraged? We haven't even been up to bat yet. Hallelujah. Amen. It's coming around. Hallelujah. You see, that's that fighting spirit, I believe, that is locked up inside of you. Amen. There are some people that just turn it off. They, they take the gun or they take the, the pill or they uh, take a knife and slit the wrist or do whatever that they do, drive something into a wall and, and just give it up and end. And I wouldn't be surprised if just about generally every one of us at some point or other had a day where we thought it'd be better if we could just walk away from it all, end it all, just let, just Lord, just kill me, just let it be done, I'm ready to quit. I'm right. Oh, I'm ready to quit, hallelujah. But still, Sister Heller, I rise, hallelujah. Cancer is not going to beat me. It's not going to get me down, hallelujah. It might get me down, but it's not going to take me out. I'm getting back, I'm coming back, I'm rising, hallelujah. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, you might have to drag me along, but I'm going to keep putting one foot in front of the other until I get where I need to be. <laughs> Hallelujah. I can do it. I can. I can. I can. Hallelujah. I will never forget last year's Super Bowl game. Not being a sport, into sports, and I'd never watched the Super Bowl in my life before, I decided I'm going to watch the Super Bowl and see what all this fuss is about. Everybody's... 
all gung-ho about a Super Bowl. So I thought, well, I'm going to watch the Super Bowl. And I sit down and watch it. And a little while later, my wife came and joined me. And we were watching the Super Bowl. And we were having a little bit of fun with my son-in-law and with another young couple in the church. I'm not going to who shall remain nameless. But we were having a little fun. As you know, it was the Atlantic Falcons and against the New England Patriots. And uh, I discovered, I, not knowing anything about all this stuff, I discovered that not very many people like the New England Patriots and not very many people like Tom Brady. So when I found that out, you know, I always go for the underdog. So, amen. So I'm watching the game and I'm thinking, well, this is going to be fun. And I'm texting back and forth and messaging, you know, and if somebody makes a play or a game, you see it, and I'm texting them, you know. And, and you know, by the time the third quarter had come around, it was just sort of a ho-hum game. You know, the Patriots were behind and the Falcons were ahead and every, all, everybody that hated the Patriots were just, you know, happy and it was kind of ho-hum and I thought, oh, this is getting boring. And then uh, then uh, came, came the last quarter. Eight minutes left in the game. The Patriots were behind. I believe it was 28-3. to three. They were losing badly. Looked like it was all over. But the last eight minutes of the fourth quarter, they, they scored, what was it, 19 runs? They, they brought it up 28-28. And for the first time in Super Bowl history, the game went into overtime. Now, I'm getting excited because my wife's getting excited because, you know, I mean, we're watching history unfold before our eyes. Either one of us, we're clueless about all this, but we're getting a chance to see a little bit of history here. Sports history was made. And uh, so the game goes into overtime. And, uh, and uh, as it turned out, the Patriots scored six more points to win the Super Bowl. And they won a Super Bowl in overtime. They won so many Super Bowls. I mean, there's a number of, uh, you guys know this better than I do. I don't even have to get into this. But there was a number of history-making moments there. And I'm sure not very many people are still very excited about the New England Patriots. But they made a fan of me. I don't care what you think. They made a fan of me. Amen. Because I love a comeback. I love, uh, you're not going to defeat me attitude. Amen. It might look impossible. It might look like a throwaway game. It might look like a no winner. Hallelujah. But I'm going to keep playing. I'm going to keep fighting. I'm going to keep preaching. I'm going to keep teaching. I'm going to keep winning souls. I'm going to keep building. I'm not going to be out. Hallelujah. I rise. I rise. I rise. Don't get too excited, oh enemy, when you see me fall. Amen. I've fallen before, but I've gotten back up. I've come back, and I'm coming back. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God's a great thing. Hallelujah. It's a great thing to serve the Lord. I was talking to the contractors yesterday, the gutter guys, you know, and he's half my age, or even more than, uh, more than half my age, but I was telling them, Amen. As, I, as we were building this program, I said to him, I said, I am in, better, in the best shape of my life. Right now at 62 and a half years of age, I'm in the best shape of my life. I've never been stronger and I've never been better. I said, I'm equal to or better than I was 20 years ago when I built this first building. Amen. And I thank God for that because I know God's doing it. 
And I said, you know, I worked out here in the cold all, all winter last year. We didn't have a heating system in here. I worked in the cold. I never took sick. One day, I didn't get a cold. I didn't get flu. I didn't get sick. God just kept me going and kept me working. So I work seven days a week, and I'm able to do it. Hallelujah. Every morning I get up, still I rise. I put on my work pants. I put on my work shoes. I come out here, and I work all day long. And I go home, and I get up the next day, and I do it. Hallelujah. And yes, I get tired. Yes, I get weary. Yes, it seems like a long job. Amen. But I'm not resentful. I'm not angry. I'm not upset. I'm mad. Hallelujah. Not mad. Hallelujah. I rise. Amen. God gives me the rise. He gives me the lift. Amen. He gives me the I can. I can do it. We are going to do it. You can do it. You can. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. You know, so a strange thing about the songbird. Songbirds sing so beautiful. We, th we think that they sing. You know, they're, they're emitting calls. They're expressing a call. And that means something to them. But when a tragedy strikes a songbird, it goes to singing. It sings its grief away. The worse it is, the louder that bird sings. Hallelujah. We think it's singing anyway. Uh, we do something similar when we sing the blues. Amen. <laughs> Somebody says the blues, oh, that's when you're sad. Well, not necessarily because you can't sing the blues very long before you start feeling happy. Amen. We sing the blues away like a little bird who sings the blues away. You know, it's the little things. It's the little things that we do or say that make or break the beauty of the average passing day. Hearts like doors open with ease to very, very little keys. And don't forget that two of these are thank you and if you please. Hallelujah. Just little things that we can do along the way. Amen. To make life better. To make things work. To make it come back. There's a, there's a little verse, it's a short course in human relations. Did you know that the six most important words are, I admit that I was wrong. The five most important words are, you did a great job. The four most important words are, what do you think? The three most important words are, could you please? The two most important words are, thank you. The most important word is, we. Everybody say, we. we. We're in this together. Guess what the least important word is? I. Least important word is I. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. We got it in us to do the good things. We got it in us to do the right things. We got it. We got the stuff. We got the right stuff in us. To make it or break it. Hallelujah. Did you know back in the day when they really boxed? In 1909, Joe Jeanette was knocked down 27 times. But he still went on to beat Sam McVeigh by a TKO in the 50th round. They didn't quit in those days until somebody got knocked out. Hallelujah. Can you imagine? Most knockdowns in a fight and went on to win. Hallelujah. I don't care how many times life knocks you down. You can get back up and do this thing. 
I don't care how many times the devil kicks your feet out from under you. Amen. He's not the boss of you. He's not the boss of you. <laughs> Say, Satan, you're not the boss of me. You are not the boss of me. You're not the Lord of my life. You don't own me. You don't control me. Get out of my way. Get out of my life. Get out of my head. Get off my shoulder. Get out of my mind. Get out of my house. Get out of my children. Get out of my husband, my wife. Get out. Get out. I'm not going to have it. Hallelujah. I'm coming back. We're going to rise. We're going to beat you. We can do this. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Micah goes on to say, Rejoice not against me, O mine enemy. When I fall, I shall arise. When I sit in darkness, the Lord shall be a light unto me. I will bear the indignation of the Lord because of sin against him until he plead my cause and execute judgment for me. He will bring me forth to the light and I shall behold his righteousness. Then she that was mine enemy shall see it and shame shall cover her which said unto me, Where is the Lord thy God? Mine eyes shall behold her. Now shall she be trodden down as the mire of the streets. Well, like I said, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Don't rejoice against me, enemy. Don't get too excited if you think that I'm down. If you think you've got me beat, don't get too excited. Don't get too worked up. Amen. Because the minute you think you have won and take your eye off of me, that's the minute I'm going to roll back over, get on my knees and stand up, and I'm going to cold cock you, man. I'm going to come up behind you and give you a whammo. Amen. I'm going to open up a can of hurting on you, hallelujah, like you have never seen. Hallelujah. I am coming back. I'm coming back. Oh, yeah. Hallelujah. Well, let's give God a hand. Praise. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Psalm 108 says something wonderful. Verse 1 says, Oh, God, my heart is fixed. I will sing and give praise even with my glory. Awake, psaltery, and harp, I will, myself, will awake early. I'm going to give God praise with my glory. We talk about the glory of the Lord. Praise God for His glory, for His glory. Amen. But you know, we have glory. We have glory. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to run the aisle. I'm not going to dance. I'm not going to clap. I'm not going to get too worked up. I'm just going to stay here and be cool. People might look at me. Give him some glory. Hallelujah. <laughs> David. David knew what it was about. He knew what it was about when they were leading the ark back to Jerusalem. Hallelujah. Amen. Oh, nothing's going to hold me back. Hallelujah. We're coming back. Amen. Jerusalem, we're coming. Israel, we're coming. Amen. The kingdom's coming back. Hallelujah. We're getting it back. Amen. It's coming back. Hallelujah. The ark's coming home. And he got out and danced. He wasn't worried about how he looked. Amen. Why? Because he was giving God some of his glory. Hallelujah. When you put that pride down, amen, and lift up those hands and raise your voice and get out and worship God, amen, you're using your glory to magnify him. Oh, hallelujah. They don't call them sports fanatics for nothing. And how do they act when somebody hits a home run or makes a touchdown? 
They give them some glory, don't they? They give them some of their glory. And you come to church and want to sit like a bunch of warts on a pickle or bumps on a log. No, sir. Get up and give him some of my glory. I'm giving him my glory. Because he's making me come back. I'm coming back. Hallelujah. Verses 7 through 13. God has spoken in his holiness and I will rejoice. I will divide Shechem and I will meet out the valley of Succoth. Gilead is mine. Manasseh is mine. Ephraim also is the strength of mine head. Judah is my lawgiver. Moab is my washpot. Over Edom will I cast out my shoe. Over Philistia will I triumph. Who will bring me into the strong city? Who will lead me into Edom? Will not thou, O God, who has cast us off, Wilt not thou, O God, go forth with our host? Give us help from trouble, for vain is the help of man. Through God we shall do valiantly, for he it is that shall trot down our enemies. Let's stand together. Let's stand together. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. We can do this thing. You know... The same people that like to talk about karma and reincarnation, that artistic bunch that talks about energy all the time. All the, I went through this meeting, there was a lot of energy in there. Right? <laughs> what do you mean by energy? <laughs> I didn't see anybody working out. I just went somewhere and I felt all this energy. Well, what we had here today in our worship service and what we're going on right now is energy. If somebody who wasn't used to us came in here, they'd say, I don't know what that church is about, but I sure felt a lot of energy in there. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. And it's an interesting thing because uh, how many of you own dogs? Got dogs? Can, are your dogs sensitive to your moods before you even say anything to them? Do they know if you're worried or afraid or if you're upset or mad or having a bad day? They know that. You didn't have to say anything to them. How do they know that? Energy. There's energy there. And we don't often think about that, but we project energy. Amen. Positive energy, negative energy. We're surrounded by a field of spiritual energy. Have you ever walked into some place and you just felt evil present around you? Just walked in, all of a sudden I feel this evilness, just evil is here. Just, hallelujah. I, I, I've been, I, and, and uh, I, I've heard other people talk about these things on, you know, paranormal podcasts and things that I listen to. I heard other people talk about feeling like there's somebody in the room with them, watching them, or somebody behind them. And I've had that happen to me. I actually walked out of a funeral home uh, one evening after the death of someone, and, and I met someone that didn't like me, and there was a lot of negative energy there. And when I walked away, I actually whipped around because I felt like he was coming up behind me to do me harm. He'd never left the building. But I felt an energy there. It just, it just yeah. was there. The next day, he was gone. God took him out. Hallelujah. But there was an energy there. It was an evil there. And I felt it. Hallelujah. We can feel things. We can be sensitive to things. And, 
we can project negative energy and positive energy. You don't want to hang around somebody that's down in the mouth all the time because they'll bring you down. If they're negative all the time, they'll bring you down. If you're hanging around somebody that's gossiping and backbiting and talking and slandering everybody, you will do that. Before long, you'll find yourself joining in and doing that. If somebody is putting your pastor down, it won't be long before that negative energy will seep into your mind and you'll begin to think negative things as well. And it's just there. You can't do that. You've got to stay positive. You've got to keep it going positive. Hallelujah. I, uh, I want to share Isaiah 40 with you, Isaiah 40, 28, and I'm getting, I am getting ready to close. <laughs> Just be patient with me. Come on, Isaiah, I know you're in here. Rise up, rise up, rise up. Isaiah 40, hast thou not known Hast thou not heard that the everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, fainteth not, neither is weary? There is no searching of his understanding. He giveth power to the faint, and to them that have no might, he increaseth strength. Even the youth shall faint and be weary. The young men shall utterly fall. But they that wait on the Lord, they that wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not be faint. Teach me, Lord. Teach me, Lord, to wait. Teach me, Lord, to wait. And so, if you are one of those that came in here down, Blue, depressed, downtrodden, stressed out, having a bad day, amen, having a hard time. Hallelujah. Let me tell you, get behind some lift, some lift. I went to bed tired last night. I went to bed wore out last night. I was so tired, I went to bed early last night. Amen. But you know something about a good night's sleep? You wake up in the morning, you got some rest. There's something about morning time. Hallelujah. In the morning, that's when I can tackle the most difficult jobs. In the morning when I get up, amen, that's when I'm ready to get with it and to take on the day. Amen. And I go and I make myself a cup of coffee. And then I get myself another one. And I feel the caffeine in my blood. And I start to feel a little lift. Hallelujah. I get some lift going. Oh, hallelujah. I'm going to run into my day. I'm going to run into my day. Hallelujah. I got some lift. Woo. And there's something the old eagle knows. Hallelujah. He sets up high in his perch. Hallelujah. And he watches over that vast domain. Hallelujah. Amen. And he waits till the sun shines down. And that warm ray hits the cold ground. Hallelujah. In the cool water. Amen. And as the warmth of the sun begins to warm up the colder ground and the cold water. Amen. It creates a movement in the atmosphere. Amen. The breeze, ever so gentle at first, begins to rise up. 
Hallelujah. And something called lift begins to happen. And that old eagle, he gets out there on the edge of his nest and he waits till that breeze comes up and gets just right. And he spreads his wings and he jumps off and he doesn't even have to flap the fly. He just rides the lift. I'm riding the lift. Hallelujah. I'm riding the lift. I'm on top of it. I'm on top of it. I got to lift. Lift in the morning. Lift. Hallelujah. Woo. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. So what I'm saying is it's all right to take a little time in the morning. Everybody gets up differently in the morning. Two gals were talking one day, both married, and one of them said, you know, I said, I have such trouble getting up in the morning. She said, I, I, just, I just wake up, you know, and it's just a bad day. She said, do you ever wake up grumpy? She said to her friend, do you ever wake up grumpy? Her friend thought for a minute. She said, no, I let him sleep in as long as he will. Hallelujah. Amen. Some people wake up and they just chatter like this. Some people wake up and they want it quiet. Quiet. Until I've had my coffee. I'm waiting for my breeze. Right, Sister Rachel? She's her daddy's girl. She knows exactly what I'm talking about. Her mama and her sister are like, and her daddy and her are like, amen. We're waiting for our breeze to come up. Don't chatter my ear off. Amen. I'm not ready to talk. Just let me have some quiet time. It's all right if you need it to get it. Amen. Get with the Lord. Hallelujah. Get quiet. Amen. And wait on God and change the energy in your mind and wait for some lift and then get out your wings and fly. Fly. Because still, I rise. Oh, let's praise him right now. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.